0: Throughout my adult life, my focus has been on making the world a more beautiful place. Initially, I pursued this goal as a hairstylist, working on the external appearance of individuals to make them feel more beautiful. However, I wanted more, so I began to shift my focus to helping people make better choices and achieve greater beauty from within. As a Transformational Life Coach, I specialize in helping you identify and change the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Join me each week as we discuss, interview, teach, and explore the fundamental principles of healthy relationships. Welcome to Conscious Conversations with Louisa. In today's episode of Conscious Conversations with Louisa, I'm speaking with Eric Swanson. Mr. Awesome Swanson. I have first allow you to introduce yourself. And I am literally chomping at the bits to be able to like ask you all kinds of questions.
1: I love flipping things around. So why don't I introduce myself by telling you what I'm not? That'd be kind of fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's see. So I am not boring. I am not negative. I am not one of those uh, complainers. How many of y'all know some people like that out there in the world? Can I see raising hands? How many of y'all live with somebody? No, don't raise your hands there if they're real, like near you. A little bio on me. I, I started about 25 years ago with a gentleman named, in this industry, of course, with a gentleman named Brian Tracy. And I was, that's actually a really funny and fun story. I was just talking to a friend of mine the other night at dinner and and that story came up. So I'm, I'm happy to share that with you. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I started with Brian Tracy back in 98 and, and before that I was a waiter. I was, I was a server waiting tables and I met Brian and became a, a national senior trainer with him through, through the years that I worked with him and one of the senior trainers for about seven years. And then I branched off and as I branched off, I, I ended up meeting a lot of people. Cause what Brian had instilled in me is to really surround yourself with, with not like-minded people. Who's heard of the statement, surround yourself with like-minded people. Can I say raise hands? Who's heard of that? Everyone's heard of that. right? Well, I started doing that. And then I realized maybe these people aren't going anywhere. I was like, maybe I should surround myself with like, like, like the next level, like, like like-minded people. So I started doing that and, uh, and the world's amazing. It's, it's great. I became friends with a lot of, a lot of the, the gurus that, you know, like like the Jack Canfields, Mark Victor Hansen, Alex Stern, who started a constant Contact, our dear friend Sharon Lecter, who's amazing New York Times bestseller and a Wall Street Journal bestseller, and all the different bestseller. i mean, she she created dynasties. If you guys don't know who she is, amazing. So I just started becoming friends with all these really cool cool cats, is what I call I call it in my my you know my mind, and uh, and it really elevated my thinking pattern. A lot of people say, oh, well, it elevated you try to elevate yourself by surrounding yourself with these people. That's not what happens. That's the wrong way to do it. It's, it's, Oh, by the way, are we in the training session? We are, I'm already going. So Louise <laughs> is smiling. So I'm, I'm going to continue. So, so it's, it's all about elevating your mindset and your, and your habits. That's, that's what, that's what I did is I changed my, my, I really changed my mindset on what I was focusing in on. Cause back in the day with Brian Tracy, it was all about sales training and, and prospecting and closing Deals and so forth, and I got really good, great at that, or good at that. But then I realized it was really habits and attitude that I wanted to focus in on, and that's kind of where I I took off working with uh, my mindset about my habits and attitude. I guess that's the background with me. You, I think you called me my nickname, Mister Awesome. I got my nickname because I was coming off a stage one time in California and is this gentleman, actually, no, it wasn't California. Oh my gosh. And there's a little birdie probably listening to me and I don't know if she knows this, but it was at it was at a friend's event in Scottsdale actually. And I believe her son, Philip was emceeing that time. And this gentleman came in and spoke on stage and so forth. And I was coming off the stage and I think that was the, the event. I could be confusing events, but it was my friend Sharon Lecter's event. And, 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 and he looks at me and points to me and goes, you're Mr. Awesome. Now when, and Oh, I forgot to tell you who that was. It was Les Brown. <laughs> so when Les Brown calls you Mr. Awesome, what you do is you kind of market that as much as you can, right? You keep that nickname. So, so that's the, that's a little nutshell, a little info on me. And, and just a caveat on that. When I, when I talk about myself as Mr. Awesome, it's oh my goodness! There's, Did you hear that? Okay, so you guys didn't hear that. Okay, thought we were right. supposed to hear it from this room, titanium room. I'm in a gun club, guys. I don't know if you can hear the guns shooting in the background. So, so long story short, the a lot of a lot of people are like, "Well, why do you call yourself Mr. Awesome?" Well, that's where the nickname came from. But really, the reason why I keep the nickname is because together we all can be. Whatever that adjective is, in this case, it's awesome, right? It's it's whatever that is. Maybe it's graceful. Maybe it's generous, right? I see Fatima. And I oh, I love Fatima so much. So so, what is your word? What is your your Miss or Mister Awesome? What is your word, right? And fill that in and and live by it. So there's a little background on me.
2: And, and, and
1: Larissa's like, all right, we're gonna take to a break now because that was a 20 minute <laughs> intro. <laughs>
0: I do have to say, like, I get to hear you very often. And one of the experiences I had when we were at Secret Knock, you were were going on stage and I was like, I've heard him speak quite a few times. And I thought, what can can one human being come up with more than all the times I have heard you speak? And I literally remember sitting there with my jaw on the floor going, so many takeaways. So first, I'm so excited that a lot of people here have never heard you. So what a huge pleasure everyone's going to have. And two... Even if you have heard Eric, he you always bring in amazing gems. You're like a marketing guru every single time. And I love how you do it so effortlessly that somebody is like, how do I participate in what you're doing? As opposed to feeling like, did I just get sold to? Mm -hmm. So one of the questions, the question I'm really excited to ask you is, as you were growing up, before you became the Mr. Awesome, who were you as a kid and what are the things you were the most proud of yourself for as a, as a kid growing up?
1: As a kid growing up? Wow, that's yeah. cool. So I always I always tell the story the the fact that I was I was taller this way than that way. So I got bullied a lot <laughs> and in my grade school and and grade school and high school and so forth. It was just it was it wasn't all that fun. In fact, my brother's best friend met me through his, his hands on my neck and put, pick me up like this. And I was against the lockers in my, in my gym. And I was, my feet were dangling for like a minute, a minute or so (laughs) it was crazy. So my point is I was bullied a lot. And then during sophomore year to junior year of high school, I, in between in the summertime, I I grew about a a foot. (laughs) So I decided I made what they call a a instant, instant decision, which is in Japanese culture, they call it satori, and that satori, that instant awakening or instant decision. I made that decision. I said, "Okay, enough is enough. Why do I allow other people to 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 pick on me?" All right. So that that's really what I was. I'm I'm really proud of that. I I stuck to my. <laughs> I'm in a gun range. I stuck to my guns, in in that year, the summer year before my junior year of of college. Oh, excuse me, of high school, and and it's carried it's, it's pretty much carried along to be honest with you, because I mean, let's face it, we all, we're all human. So we all in these, in any industry, it doesn't matter if you're in whatever industry you're in, it doesn't matter. In my industry, it's, it's self-development and authorship and, and and stages and so forth. Even in our industry, there's a lot of people that they, they, there's a lot of talk that goes around, right? Well, sometimes we're, we're human and we allow ourselves to, to, get down maybe, or, or believe in certain things. And then, you know, that, that technique that I didn't realize I was developing back in, in high school carries on now where, you know, I'm, I'm true. I'm, I'm authentic and integrity based to myself. That means I don't care if it's the most famous person walking through the, the door and meeting me. If, if they, if, if they're not an integrity then I don't want to hang out with them. Does that make sense? Like it's, I'd rather say no, I've said a no, I've said no to a lot of different environments, let's say, or, or opportunities just because it was out of integrity of of myself. So I take that from my high school years. And, and uh, thanks for reminding me, Louisa. That's, that's awesome. Cause I I hadn't thought about that.
0: We actually had a whole mastermind of everybody going back to the things that they were the most proud of themselves for. And we realized A lot of our characteristics and who we became came from that decisions we made as a child. Mm -hmm. And you are incredible because of the way you show up. And it's because of what you had gone through. And so I would love someone who does not know Eric to say, to share with us the qualities I see in you. I would love someone to pour into Eric of what he just (sighs) shared, not someone who knows him already. So Fatima is out of the question because I know she's going to give an incredible amount, but I would love someone who just got to hear Eric and say the qualities I see, I see in you are and share that. Wow.
1: Quick, right out of the gate. Huh? Okay. Uh Well,
3: can I start?
0: Well, we already know, you know, your qualities.
3: the first thing i would say is when you said mr awesome i was uh, thinking of mr wonderful kevin o'leary <laughs> from shark tank but i i will i say in terms of my my own qualities i think um, i think people would say for me i maybe i'm mr inspirational or mr man of because I'm always uh, spreading inspiration and love to people through the content that I put out and also my interactions physically and virtually. So oh, great, Brian. That's Thank what I've her. got to say.
0: Thank you, Brian. David, I see your hand up.
2: Oh well, I, I think I misunderstood the question, but there was something about what Eric said about that I wanted to comment on real quick, if that's okay, if I can. Okay question a little different
0: place. did you get muted? We can't hear you all of a sudden. Well, I don't know. I can't hear you. How weird
1: the gain or volume went out of his try He's the not. volume.
0: I think what he had to say was very powerful. It just yeah. powerful
1: nope. <laughs> He broke the internet.
0: I know now, hold on let, let I me go
1: see. to somebody else. It looks like uh
0: yeah, well, we'll come back to you, David
1: Joe Joe wants to say something.
0: Joe, would you like to share? ask I'm asking to unmute. You're muted too. David is doing...
4: Right. I'm, I'm here. Okay. So you... Eric, ha- having absolutely no idea who you are <laughs> or what it is that you're about, I felt pretty good about that I was going to listen to what you had to say. You came off very authentic and you sounded like, okay, yeah, I can go with this guy. He's going to handle Mr. Wonderful, Mr. Fabulous. Mr. Awesome, and he's going to carry it off and believe in himself. So that's that was a good thing. Otherwise, I would have gone and turned off the set and said, thank you very much, Louisa. But no, I'm buying what you're selling right now.
0: He, he is the marketing guru. I literally <laughs> love following what Eric, because of the way you do it. It's very much who you're being. It's not like um, again i i never feel like oh i just have to buy something and mm-hmm. i have seen the way you interact with people and what i think most of us here all of us if we were really honest right we all want to succeed and succeeding means being able to sell and selling is a very ugly taboo conversation if you make it that way, because that's what keeps people stuck. But the way if you do it authentically in in a loving way where you're actually creating opportunity and you're giving and you're generous, selling is a beautiful thing because you're allowing someone to receive. And so I really would love that to be the topic of today's conversation is how do you give and Have someone experience the giving without it being, Ugh, I just it's selling, so well, that yeah, would be the backdrop,
4: yeah. Yes, I Joe. Mean, I mean, it gets back to what we're saying, he's so comfortable with who he is that it becomes easy to listen to him, and, and he is putting across this honesty. Yeah, he told us a couple of really inside funny stories. I like the way he did the hiding the face. I mean, I got with the guy. He's outrageous. He's a little bit off center. And, <laughs> and therefore, I'm already receptive to what he's going to tell me. <clears throat> you can't ever sell anybody anything, just like you can't ever tell anybody anything of how to do and what to do. it. You just got to be yourself, which Eric has demonstrated to me. And I'm going to be open to what he has to offer.
0: I love that. Thank you, Joe. And I love cool. how let's
1: you- let's close, Joe, right now on the sale. So here's the offer. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not selling anything.
0: <laughs> it's in the bag.
1: No, he I know you're to- at
4: the you're at the gun club. Now you're going to have to really sell me something from the yeah. gun club.
0: <laughs> yeah. Too bad I don't. We don't get to see you actually shooting because that's kind of hot. Just <laughs> like-
4: <laughs> you can see it if you'd like. I'll send you photos.
0: Nice. Yeah.
4: He's going to autograph targets for you now. Yeah. He's very
0: good at autographing. I have seen him autograph. I've got quite a few of his books autographed. As a matter of fact, oh my God, we never even talked about this since people don't really know how I know Eric is he's the 13 steps to riches and we have co-authored how many books together now, Eric? There's the. uh, Wow.
1: Target's back there. I'm I'm hanging out with my friends, Sharon Lecter and and Michael Lecter over here. By the way, I love
0: Sharon Lecter.
1: Yeah, she's awesome. I've co-authored, I'm looking for a plug for this part. I've co-authored with you, let's see, how many books we have so far in our in our series? I don't Is remember. Is that eight,
0: eight, Fatima?
1: Yeah, I think it's eight right now.
0: And we are mm. writing the ninth one right now. It's due when? In two days? Oh, I don't, have... know.
1: I don't know. My team takes care of that. I don't remember.
5: Yeah, it's due in two days. <laughs> it's book number nine.
4: There you go. Okay, so when you say marketing genius, what what is it that he's marketing He's himself, right? Is that what, what we're is it that we're I market? Saying? Well,
0: here's the okay. So I'm actually going to ask that with a twist.
4: Go ahead, twist.
0: Eric happens to have his hands in only five thousand pots, at least. So I, everyone, sound
1: like, I sound like that bear with the honey. So <laughs> you <laughs> know, everybody
0: <laughs> goes into like do one thing, one thing. What was the one thing you started with that then got you to the five thousand pot?
1: One thing for me, yeah. um, I was a senior trainer with Brian Tracy and I was staffing all of the events for years. So that yes. was one thing we, we used to do uh, training workshops with entrepreneurs. We'd go through five different characteristics of, of top producers, such as goal setting, time management, prospecting, closing skills, handling objections. And it how was, long
0: did uh, you do that for before the next
1: thing? Was I did your- that for seven years. Yeah. Awesome. Six or seven years.
0: David, are you able to unmute and we can hear you hopefully? Nope, you are officially having a mute conversation. You, you might want to hop off and come back in, jump off and come back in.
5: So I wanted to talk, speak on like how you were talking about Eric being such a marketer. I think at least for me, like when I, my interactions and just getting to know Erin for me, it's more of like, He's got such a way of seeing opportunity in everything you bring to him. The opportunity of like how to create wealth and abundance. And so it's more than more than selling and everything. I think it's just like I love his the way he's so heart centered and, and so just can see very easily how to take an idea. And run with it and create so many different opportunities. And like, I, I feel like, and we said, like, I met you through Eric. And since I've been in Eric's mastermind, he really taught me how to see opportunity as a gift to truly, like, to truly not just be myself. And, and more, more importantly, it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like, <laughs> the way he comes across his heart centered are we going to make you a-
1: cry again are you going to no, cry i'm not going to cry let's do it, let's oh
5: do God, it. So i love when she cries no because th- <laughs> the truth is it's so i love how you're so heart centered in how you see things the opportunities that we can't see and when you like share with us there's always that like you know how you say no drama serve others you live by that model in that integrity you truly serve all those around you, you help, you want to see people succeed. And and I just love how you come across and do that in that marketing way. Like you, I don't know, you you teach us so much in that way of how to really just open up and see the opportunity. I hope that makes sense So. It
0: yeah. does. It's beautiful. And and I agree with her a hundred percent because
1: that is my
5: me. experience too. And it's not selling. And that's the thing. You're such a great and like you're talking such about a,
3: selling. Who brought right. selling up?
5: It's a, I mean, like enrolling you, and and you've mastered that too. It's like enrolling people in visions and seeing opportunity in everything. You guys are really good experts in that. So I just wanted Thanks. to tell you that.
0: Thank you, my love. David, let's try this again.
2: I'm just going to use my phone. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. And I'll try to. I think it's from the radio station. Issues that I'm having with my computer. So the question was, there was something you said at the beginning regarding surrounding your. <laughs> there he goes again. <laughs> I oh may ask next level You see where you're in the weeds. And- what? What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> and, uh, next level. Go ahead. <laughs> and, uh, and my point, what? My my question. Wait, was, you
0: have to start all over again because we, as soon as you started speaking, you froze.
2: Am I still frozen?
0: No, you're good now.
2: All right. Can, so what was the last thing you heard me say?
0: The beginning of what you were going to ask?
2: Something okay, about well, something is awesome. Well, it's really not a question or it is a question. It's not a comment. It's like, what, what did that look like for you in connection to what, what, was the, what were the next level people that you, or how did you get in front of them or get, surround yourself to them in a way that was different than what you were doing before? Okay, I love, I love that question. That's a great question. So
1: what I did was, what I I'll tell you what I see is an issue. I see a lot of people trying things, and they keep on trying things, and they keep on trying things, and they try a different one and a different one. And it's cool trying different things, but stick with one sort of lane. Like if you if you're let me give you an example, you're trying to go from the east coast to the west coast, and yet you keep on taking all these different lanes and so forth. Some some people do U turns, and they think that's a lane. So I guess my my point is what I did personally was I, I went with Brian Tracy and I stuck with it. Now I'm not saying that I, I didn't try different, different avenues or, or, or take different vehicles down that same lane. Okay. Down that same highway, but I stayed on the highway. I stayed on the route, if that makes sense. And, and sticking to it. Another buddy of ours wrote a book called stickability. So sticking to it is, is pretty important. Now, again, I'm not saying, Not not to try different things. Give give it a go. Give it a try, but but do that in in a certain topic or genre or or area that you're still going in. And I see a lot of people try two different, way different things, and and it it really doesn't. It's it's like a jack of all trades, right? Aristotle says a a friend of everyone is is a friend of no one. Interesting, right? So if you really think about it, are you true to yourself? True to your lane? And and really, David, that's what I did. I, I started with Brian Tracy. I and I believed in it, in the integrity of Brian Tracy, because there's there's actually a great story. And I'm happy to share that with you. I've been struggling with this battery situation, so what I'm probably going to do is 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 log in on another computer that's full battery because this battery doesn't want to charge apparently, and uh, and I will be be in two different screens for two seconds there. I'll I'll do that in a second or two. But I'll share the story first, if you, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll I'd love to share the story that. So I started. I was waiting tables in a place called Mezzaluna, and it was in Austin, Texas. And I met, I met someone that worked with Brian Tracy, and Brian Tracy was there. The, the, the whole the whole group was there at the at this table, and I was waiting on the manager, and the manager prospected me, wanted me to come on, and so forth. So I ended up. I thought about it for a little bit and then the that was on a Wednesday and then Thursday lunch I was working and this gentleman named Buddy Schilling is really respected in the industry in 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 real estate he he was the president of JB Goodwin Realtors and he still is and and just it's an amazing boutique realty in in Austin Texas very respectable gentleman he would always come in and sit at my table at the third table in my in my group of tables and he would always have a, a, don't tell anyone, but he would always have a whiskey (laughs) and he would have a a carbonara or whatever the dish was. Okay. And, and every Thursday at 1130 in the morning, that's what he would have. Okay. And he sat there and long story short, I knew how, how very respected this gentleman was. And then that day I saw him and I said, uh, I said, yeah, I met this guy. He offered me a job yesterday. And, uh, and he says, who was it? I said, Dick Tracy. Or something. <laughs> he goes, He goes. you mean Brian Tracy? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I guess it was Brian Tracy. I don't know. Yeah. Some, some motivational speaker. And, uh, and he says, give me the, give, give me your, give me your menus. So I gave him the menus. He goes, give me your, 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 your little apron thing. Cause I had a apron that held pens and so forth and a pad of paper. He goes, give me that. I, I gave it to him <laughs> and he goes, okay, March over. He goes, David, he knows the manager. He goes, David, come here. Eric has something to tell you. <laughs> and, and he's, he's like, literally, you need to quit your job right now and go work with Brian Tracy. And that's what I did. I, I, I believed in the, in the, in the, in the integrity of this gentleman. So I gave my, what they say, it, what they call a two day notice. You guys know what a two day notice is it's I'm quitting two day <laughs> peace out. Okay. So I gave my two day notice. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I gave a notice. Hey, I made Joe laugh. All right. So I, I gave a notice and, and and I started working with Brian Tracy on, no, excuse me, on January 5th, 1998. And, and again, remember staying in the lane. I stayed in that highway, that lane for seven or eight years. And then I, then I branched off. And I told Brian, I said, Brian, there's three things: one, I'm going to make a million dollars; two, you're going to be on my stages; and three, I'm going to be driving a Porsche 911 C2 Carrera. He's like, "All right, all right, we'll see." And I hit that within X amount of of years. And he he's he was sharing my. He's a little older now, but he he was finally sharing my stages, which is kind of cool, right? It's it's full circle. So I guess, David, what I'm what I'm in order to to answer your question, it's. My advice to someone, including myself, if I were giving myself counsel at a, my younger self, the counsel again, it's stick with your awesome a- attributes or your, your characteristics. What are you, what are you great at? I, I have some, I developed something called the 30 list, writing down 30 reasons or 30 things that are, you're amazing at. But, so just ask yourself like Glenn, what are your 30 th- things that you're just awesome at? Hone it down to maybe three things out of those 30. And, and you'll start seeing everything gravitate towards, okay, this is your, your calling. And that calling might change from year to year, of course. Right. But, uh, but that's really what, what, what I would suggest doing is, is pick something, stay in the lane, be an expert at it. But the second part of your question, if, if you remember your question, it's, it's how did you connect with these individuals? Right. How do you, how do you get to meet these people like, like Brian or Jack Canfield and share stages with him or, 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 or Sharon Lecter or anybody, uh, all these really like, like people, God bless you. People think people are like, oh my gosh, these people are gurus. Yes, they're gurus, but they're human beings as well. Right? So what I feel is if they're human, then want human interaction as well. And they want value as well. So I thought, okay, what can I bring for value? to them. And maybe that's happiness. Maybe that's a kind smile. Maybe it's a, I don't know, a margarita. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Those are my other friends. Anyway.
0: (laughs) One of the things that I love that I heard you say is that like, whether you took the, hang on one second, I'm going to ask my family to be quiet.
1: And I'm going to jump in on, on another zoom. So of, of yours. So let me in. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. I shall let you in. Okay. Go ahead.
0: I don't see you yet.
1: It, it's okay. Go ahead with your... with your. Oh,
0: so one of the things that I love that I heard you say is like, well, I my experience of you is you were very coachable. To take Les Brown's advice of Mr. Awesome and then implement it to literally like hand over your apron and take on, as opposed to a lot of people are like, that's great. Thank you so much for seeing that's possible and then moving on to do what they're already doing because it's what's familiar. So I love how you shared about the things that you actually took on from people ahead of you who were doing
1: it. Mm, That's awesome. I love that. Thank you for sharing. What, what, Eric, what were you doing in the
4: sense of waiting? I mean, you were waiting for this opportunity or, I mean, how did you find yourself in that place? Were you a young guy out of school or?
1: I I was, I was was actually waiting tables. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was a server. Oh, so what was I doing? Nothing. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I didn't know where I wanted to go. If, if, I don't know if I understand your question, but what I did when I was waiting tables and waiting for my opportunity is I was really learning about me, I believe, and maybe allowing, allowing the alignment of the opportunity to, to, to align itself. So, so,
4: so you were like 17, 18, 20? I mean, no, how, no, no, sir.
1: no, sir. I was 26, uh-huh. 26. Yeah, I was older for a waiter. I was 26 years old. I'd been waiting tables since I was 17 years old. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do. I went to, I went to a university. And and they 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 asked me asked me to leave the university. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Did that answer I, your question? <laughs>
0: I am trying really hard not to ask why you got out.
1: my grade point average. Oh, you don't want to know. Uh, that was fun.
0: Karine, I saw that your hand was up. Did you wanna ask a question, my darling?
6: Well, no. I, you were just asking about how we felt about him, even though we didn't know yes. him. I just found him being very calming, like very approachable. Like I would feel comfortable in talking to him and that I wouldn't feel awkward and that I just feel like he would want to spend that time with me mm. in whatever question or whatever I had. He's just very, has this gracious, calming effect.
0: <laughs> it's very calming as he's doing this. <laughs> well,
6: that's my kind of calming.
0: <laughs> that is true.
6: That's it calms me too. Approachable, I guess. He's very approachable. So uh, how did you
0: get into, thank you. I, I so appreciate that. And it's true. And if anybody else wants to also have the, cause that conversation is going to go on all night. I would love the, my experience of you is because I, and then I would love that to be about each of us. Like as we share and ask, as we ask questions, I would love to hear what, how we sh- are showing up, obviously in a very loving way, because <clears throat> it does, as we leave the room, we want to leave with how people experience us and how we show up and i and that that has been very helpful for me
1: love it well i i've, I've got an idea if if yeah. if i may make a a mastermind suggestion absolutely it's really simple i i'd love to go around the room and it, and before we go around the room maybe give you guys 30 40 50 seconds to think of, really really dive deep and think about it for yourself let's ask that question but what's about you though not about me let's talk about you how would you like someone to describe you but you're not doing that right now you're not hitting that mark you're not you don't feel like you're you're at that level whatever that level is i'll give you an example I would like people to describe me as an amazing ballroom dancer this <laughs> silly example. Okay. But, but maybe you're not really good at it because you need to really harness your habits and your, and put the time in or some There's two reasons why people, three reasons why people really fail in certain things. One is their belief system. Two is time. And three is money. Those are the, th- the three major things, time, money, and beliefs. So I'd love to ask you, you guys think about it. Like, Joe, what's something that you want people to say? Oh my gosh, Joe is excellent at this. And then how can you up level you being even more awesome in that area? That's the, I, if, if that's an okay topic, I don't know if that is.
0: Absolutely.
1: Cool. Who wants to uh, go first? It's actually quite fun. The class the that
0: the class Thank that you. I teach. It's an eight week program. The week eight is exactly that. So you take on a five minute project that you've always wanted to do that you're not proficient in and you get to actually perform that. So I love that part of the class because everybody who has been sitting on a talent that they have had, that they were too afraid to try, they got to the eighth week and it was always so much fun. So I love this topic. And here's another version.
1: Another quick version of it is, you know how you guys, we all have our bio biograph or introduction or, a little blurb about you how would you describe your blurb or your bio 3 years from now or 5 years from now how's that changed that's that's a cool cool conversation topic as well
0: i would love mine to be like speaking on global stages because that okay. is my ultimate vision for 3 years from now i better be speaking around the world
1: that's awesome a friend of mine i invited a friend of mine so i run i, I don't know if, if if you introduced me if you read it in the intro I run something called Habitude Warrior, the masterminds, I run the conferences and speaker hearts and all these different events. And we have all these events before the pandemic and now we're, we're restarting them. But a friend of mine is like, I said, hey, we've got a great event up here in, in Toronto. Do you want to come up and, and speak? He's like, yeah. He was all excited about it. I go, why are you so excited about Toronto? Toronto's a great city, but I'm just curious. He goes, international, baby. Now I'm international. <laughs> so my other buddy's like, I'm just going to go down to speak in Tijuana. International, baby. Very nice. <laughs> so excellent. Who wants but, to start? Yeah,
0: who wants to start? We know I'm speaking around the world. Who's next? Dorinda. She's smiling from ear to ear. I can't wait to hear from her. Dorinda,
4: Parker. what's up?
6: I'm going to say it out loud. It's the first thing that popped into my head, but a force to be reckoned with when it comes to love, because I am a relationship coach and Mm -hmm. I've already had like two books that I've done. I have another one that I'm doing and I actually am an international, I guess, a speaker. Like I've spoken on podcasts in different countries all over the world and just the voice for people in love. I know it's cool. Yeah.
5: Love yours, babe. world-renowned photographer for sure and speaker so on our way mr glenn
3: sure thing hello everyone well eric first of all i wanted to <clears throat> i wanted to answer the question that that was going around about your how you come across i got a sense like from the second sentence i heard from you like there are are problem solvers and there are are solution finders. So I saw you as a solution finder, as a kind of a positive person with a positive outlook on on life in general. So that was kind of a gut feeling. Thank you. You You are right. (laughs) Right, right, right.
0: (laughs) And it's echoing to make sure you got it twice.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I guess it was an important message. About myself, I am a happiness coach and the feedback that I'm getting from from people around me is even though even if they don't know that I'm a happiness coach is that I am an inspiring and supportive person and that's what I like to hear more on a larger scale this is the skill that I have I'm going to use in the next business that I'm going to launch probably next year so this did is guess, my... did you just say the word probably probably yeah you did probably? probably interesting i've been chewing on this on this idea for a while so maybe next year
1: so maybe most definitely probably next year
3: <laughs> Something. <laughs> nice
1: i like it thank you glenn for, sh- for sharing i love your last name man that's amazing
3: oh thank you
0: Do you want to tell them why your last name is Ocean and some surfing and water sports that you're involved in?
3: It's, uh, yeah, it's quite a story. I mean, how much time do I have? It's, I've been going through a process of kind of discovering myself. It took, it took me about seven years to go through this like U turn in my life. And among other things, I was shedding, I was shedding a lot of, a lot of useless, programming that I, I i acquired through my <clears throat> life so among other things i had to work on my last name because my last name was so long that even my mother had a hard time pronouncing it so i cut off the prefix cut off the suffix and i kept what was in the middle so ocean what, was in what
1: it. was your last name then what is your last name
3: well I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna start pronouncing it so you may get ready it was a Doroshenko. Oceanko. Very cool. So the word ocean was like right in there.
1: Love it, man. That's great. Thank you for the story. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Luisa, I have a, a, a pretty much a hard stop in about three to five minutes.
0: Sounds perfect. How about we all take one less than 30 seconds to say a, a huge takeaway from today? So my huge takeaway.
1: We're asking another question and I'll answer it.
0: I could do that too, because I would want to spend another twenty minutes with you or thirty, but who's counting? Okay.
1: Does anyone have a burning? I don't question? not have a burning question.
0: <laughs> burning question, yeah. Glenn. Go ahead.
1: Uh, let's go with Glenn first, because Fatima can ask in our other mass <laughs> way.
3: Sure. sure. Thank you. So the question actually sounded out. It was pronounced, and you are excited to answer it. The question. The question is. How do you surround yourself with people from another level? Um, specifically, what are you offering to them?
2: How yeah. Do you
1: to okay. Yeah. Okay. So first, I don't want you to think about what you can offer them because that's going to be a little ingenuine. I want you to be genuine. You you are you are enough. Everyone's enough. Brian Tracy used to tell me this. We, <laughs> pardon me. He would say he would have us repeat it like a mantra. We'd say, "I am responsible and I am enough." Okay. I am responsible and I am enough. So David, you are amazing. You are responsible. You are enough. You are accepted. Let's have that moment of awesomeness, right? And, and that, and it's not an ego, but it's a knowing there's a difference, right? Everyone's with me on that. So, so the way to, in, in my counsel, the way to, to, to look at it is to up-level yourself. Why don't you, I, I call it the elephant list. There's an elephant list and there, there's a donkey list too, by the way, but the elephant list, Fred, you should hear this one. It's good. So the elephant list is this, <laughs> write down, you guys all should write down 10 names of people you want to start surrounding yourself with. Like Brian, you're reading, I don't know, Gary Vandechuk, let's say, or Grant Cardone or Zorinda, you love, I don't know, you name it. I'm, I'm not sure who, who's one of your idols, Les Brown, let's say. Or whoever it is, or maybe it's Eric Swanson, what? So, so what happens is you, you, you seek that out, you put it in the, in, in the universe. So write down 10 names of people you want to start surrounding yourself with literally 10 names, put it on a piece of paper, write it down once on a piece of paper, then hang it somewhere, right? Hang it on, on your bulletin board, hang it, or take a little piece of tape, put it on your steering wheel, right? When you're driving to, to Starbucks or something for a whole week, then Take another piece of paper, write down those 10 names again, and then keep on writing them down. This is how I ended up just coincidentally, or was it the universe, running into Jack Canfield at an event in Houston. And then this is how I connect the dots with all these individuals. Like, so, so like it, I put it in the universe first. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is just be genuine, be yourself. And I'll give you some techniques or or, or a little, a couple ideas there in a second here to fulfill that, that question, Glenn. But, uh, but the first thing is to have that elephant list. Who are your elephant lists of people that you believe that you want to talk to? And why is it that you want to talk to? them? Why are they inspiring you? And then here's the secret. I'll give you the secret. What you want to do is this, is, is think of, a, a, think of a, a, an event that they spoke at. You don't even have to be there. Or think of a quote that they did in a book, or they wrote something in the book, right? And it's, you're now quoting it. I want you to go up to them and say, I don't know, name a name of somebody that you, you guys want to want to hang out with. I'm, I don't know who that is. Like, just name a name. Who, who's who's kind of famous that you guys like?
6: Jack Canfield.
1: Jack Campfield. Okay. So you go, you finally, you find out where Jack is and, and you go up to him and say, Mr. Campfield, my name's Dorinda. I, I wanted to mention something. You really touched my heart when you spoke in the success principles that you wrote and on chapter 10, you really speak to my heart because you talk about kids and you talk about this and that, right? That's powerful, man, or woman, <laughs> Dorinda. <laughs> but I, was looking at Glenn. I was looking at Glenn for a second. That's powerful, Glenn, right? So that's what you want to do is you, you want to come from your authentic self, but now you're coming with a tool, The tool could be a pen, right? It could be, I don't know, a laptop, but your tool is that you remember something that that person went ahead and changed your life earlier. And guess what? They love hearing that. I love hearing that. When somebody said like Louisa, you you say this all the time, like no drama serve others is amazing. It's a simple concept, but not many people are doing it. So that's the type of thing you want to do. So you have your elephant list. Then you have what's called a donkey list. So you have 10 names on the elephant list, people you want to start surrounding yourself with over the next six months. On the donkey list is the other side of the list. You put down 10 names of people you should stop surrounding yourself with, stop wasting time with. These people are are energy suckers, right? They're bringing you down. They're constantly making you work for no reason, right? Have y'all, have you ever heard this, this phrase? Oh, I just want to pick your brain. Well, I've got pickyourbrain.com. It goes to one of my invoices now. So I'm, I'm sick of people trying to pick my brain, right? They're like, oh, you're like Tony Robbins. I go, no, I'm not. So I have not Tony Robbins.com. If you go there, you'll find me. Seriously, like come up with things like this that are different. right? And, and be different than, than the, than the norm. So, so what I did was I I wrote down a, a, an energy sucker list, right? That's what I call the donkey list. Now don't call those people and say, Hey, you made my donkey list, right? Don't do that. But the the thing is like when, when those people on that list, they start saying, well, Hey, are you busy? And you say, yes, you are busy. And some people say, well, isn't that lying? Aren't you, aren't you lying to them? If you say you're busy, you got an appointment, you're not lying because you are busy because you do have an appointment and who's that appointment with yourself yourself, yourself. ladies and gentlemen my name is Eric hope that you helps well. you I do have a hard hard stop if that's okay I need to go to we love you with one we of my close, great friends and she's amazing and I got to get out of here and if she wants to say hi she can jump in the in the in the screen but See you
0: guys later. Love <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we're going to stay on and talk about you. some. You guys are stuff.
1: awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Great seeing you. Fatima so you. Bye. Bye. Joe. Bye. Brian. Bye. Kareen. Bye. David. Bye. Camille.
0: Bye. I love him. Now we can talk about him. Let's talk some shit. Some shit talking going on. Okay. Oh my God. I know. I know all of us have a donkey list and we all get to have an elephant list. That was a huge takeaway. That was a mic drop moment. And David can't be heard again. He is talking to himself all over again. You are just way too, I don't know, what would be the strong technical word for that? So huge takeaways. Who has what they want to share about a huge takeaway? Corinne.
6: I love having a list of 10 names that you want to surround yourself with and 10 names of people who you don't. It just shows you like the people who have a positive impact on you and the people who have a negative impact. And I want to surround myself with people who have a positive impact.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. One of the questions like I ask myself daily is, am I somebody I would be in a relationship with and am I somebody I'd want to do business with? And it really like, it has you show up so powerfully in the day, just answering those two questions. Like would I do business with myself and would I be in a relationship with myself? Because I don't want to be on anyone's donkey list. I don't want to be the the one they're throwing the, like there's the donkey and then you throw the darts. I don't want that list. And Dorinda, we were just talking about somebody in your life that somehow eats a little bit too much food and doesn't
6: contribute. Oh my God, he came up again today.
0: (laughs) So like, (laughs) as soon as he said donkey, I was like, I know Dorinda's donkey. (laughs) Oh <laughs> well, I have,
6: no I have a few. I have a
0: few. <laughs> and we get to get rid of the donkeys. Yeah. It's
6: not that they're bad people. No. It's,
0: yeah. And you know what, it just reminds me of when David and I were at James Melanchek's mastermind and he said it's the contribute bucket or the contaminate. And so he basically said the same thing is this person contributing to your life or contaminating. So like it makes it so simple. And I have on my mirror if it's not a heavens yes, it's a hell fuck no. So,
2: <laughs>
0: excuse my language, but it has to be that damn simple, because I don't want to think about it. Like, when I got invited to the humanitarian award, yes, it was two hours away. It was a project getting there, but it was an easy yes. I absolutely and it was going to literally put myself right in the middle of all the people he was talking about like how do you surround yourself with those people you walk into the room they're getting awards in it
3: mm-hmm.
0: was an easy one and so it was a a heaven's yes anything who else got a takeaway from today
6: i have just something funny to share when he was talking about donkeys i remember as a kid i have a little bit of a scaring of donkeys we were playing pin the tail on the donkey and they blindfolded me and turned me around and i turned around and i stuck the pin right on his handlers <laughs> and everyone was laughing and i was so embarrassed as a kid i was like i can't believe i just did that <laughs> when i hear donkey i think of that that situation i had as a kid oh, that is really <laughs> fun I, my
2: way wasn't a takeaway it's just a reaffirmation because it was something that I've always said this, I've said it to people in this room about your context is what people read from you when you walk into a room. If you were wearing a sandwich board, what would it say? What would they read? How do you present? And that's, he presented himself in that possible, congenial, a very approachable way, which is the way people should, you know, I think in a lot of respects, show more of themselves as, than I try to, so.
0: Right. I think it's very easy to be in a relationship with and he makes it easy to be yourself around him and i think his level of tolerance of asses in his life is also like it helps people level up like because he won't tolerate anything else anyone in his life tends to level up too and that is huge for all of us like as people As how we see ourselves, people level up to be in relationship with us. Yes, my darling.
6: I've seen it a lot in my relationship with my girlfriend and myself. As I'm bettering myself, I've seen her changing things on how she reacts with me. It's very interesting. Like our relationship has gotten better and better because the effort that I'm putting in, she sees it and we just unknowingly, we're just doing so much better as a couple.
0: I love that. I actually heard today, somebody was saying, you can actually starve something out of your life. Like instead of constantly wanting to be like, Oh, let's talk about this. Let's like really keep bringing it up, bringing it up. You just literally focus on what you want and the things you don't want go away. Cause we spend a lot of time talking about the things we don't want and harp about it. And then all we keep attracting was like the things we don't want. Mm -hmm. So starving out the things we don't want by not focusing on it. And then. Focusing on creating the things we do want.
2: Well, I have that written down all over. Feed what you want, starve what you don't.
0: See that? Joe enjoyed that. I did. I, I, I enjoyed
4: David.
2: He's That's he's cool. funny.
0: He is actually funny.
2: Yes. And I
0: love when he thinks, when I say actually funny.
2: <laughs> Joe, funny Joe. Apparently, it's pretty new to Louisa, but Joe's known it for a while.
0: He's funny.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Ben, what was your takeaway?
3: My takeaway I've been working on the donkey list for a while now, and it seems like I included almost everyone in my circle. In my <laughs>
0: your zoo is yeah. on its way out.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> kind of found myself in isolation, if you will. So huh. I thought maybe I was going too far with it, but it seems like everybody is talking about it. Everybody is talking about it, not, not having toxic people and in your orbit. So it kind of gave me a a sense of comfort that it's a, it's a healthy place to be. It's not, it's, it's a, it's not a permanent place. It's a temporary, it's a transition for me, but uh, at least uh, now I cleared up the space for the new to come in. So
0: love that. I like his answer also for when he said he was being bullied. I think that it kind of goes to the donkey list, right? Like you get, You step up into a different place of just being done. It wasn't, he didn't have to do anything. He just made a choice to be done. It really goes to what you were just saying. Like when you make a conscious decision, no matter what it is, you finally are like, this is it, I'm done. And then you start creating from there.
2: Absolutely.
4: It's all good.
0: Yep. It is 728, and we are superstars. I love all of us for taking ourselves on and sharing the most valuable thing in the world that we all have, which is time with each other and being on here. So I truly appreciate all of you and I'm so grateful.